This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, and Tinsley Law and Title. Their sponsorship makes it possible for me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by visiting each of their Facebook pages. Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media and I am in the office of Athens Athletic Director and Head Football Coach Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, Coach? I'm doing great, Michael. Thanks for coming by. Oh yeah, uh, actually it was a little uh, different this week, so it's Friday as we're doing this interview, which means you've had a week of actual football yes, with sir. like players and, and getting the chance to practice. How was your week? Man, it's been great. You know, we've had five. Well, now we've had five. We got five days of practice under our belts, and it's been a great week. Our kids have uh, done a great job, and they're excited to be here. And we're, our numbers uh, are are really good uh, for for nine through twelve on who's out. Uh, so, man, we're we're really excited. It's been a great first week. You know, and not to not to like. Uh, belabor or get over what happened to the school district as far as the the um, uh, the, the computer stuff. Right. But you ended up pushing back the start of school a week, so you got a week without them worrying about school too. Right. Yes, sir. So okay. we got a week of almost you know kind of like it used to be before we started school so early. A week of you know. Just, just football practice. Uh, so that that had to be really nice, especially yeah. given with everything that's going on, it gave you a chance to check some things out. Yeah, it's been sure good it's for nice. our kids, uh, and and it'll give us, you know, it gives us that first week to get get in shape and get in the swing of things, and then next week, you know, with with virtual, uh, with just you know, next these first two weeks of school will just be virtual. Uh, so our kids still won't go to the school building, uh, and so we'll still have them out here in the mornings for practice, uh, but then they'll have to go get their work done after practice. Okay, so practice in the mornings. How have practices been going? What What's the energy like? Yeah. Year two of, uh, of the Zach Harrell regime. Right. How are things going? Man, it's been really good. You know, our kids, as we talked about last week, our kids are in year two of, of our culture and what we expect. And so... You know the the energy and the attitudes have been awesome. We've had we've had zero issues with you know kids wanting to be here and our kids are getting here on time and it's it's been really smooth. Uh, and you know the we have a lot of you know as far as how crisp we look uh, offensively, we still have a lot of work to do. Uh, but you do every year at this point. That's what I told them today. Today was the first day that we you know you really get to kind of get a little contact. You know, it's not full contact, you can't tackle the ground, but you can get a little thud. Uh, and so today was the first day to kind of really go uh, at, at somewhat of a live speed. And so, you know, always the first day, and it seems like offense, you know, takes a little bit more time, uh, especially with us when you're breaking in a new quarterback, uh, four to five new offensive linemen. Uh, and so we got a lot of, we we still got a lot of work to do, and a lot it's going to take some time to gel. Uh, but but the kids' attitudes are great, and they're working hard defensively. Man, I'm, I like I mentioned last week, I'm super excited uh, about our defense, and I think it's going to really be uh, probably probably the strength of our team, which is crazy to say uh, when you kind of think about 
where where we've been the last or where I've been and we were the last year and the last few years. Uh, I, I'm really excited about our defense and watching them. I think that they're flying around. We got a lot of athletes on the field and we're playing fast and uh, the kids are confident in what they're doing. We got sim- we've simplified our schemes and so I'm. I can't be more pleased with that side of the ball and how, how they've responded this week. Uh, we've moved some kids around positions, and they've they just totally bought in. And I know that uh, your practices are different than what we've seen in the past. You do, especially at this time of the year, you usually do a whole lot of station-type work. Yes. Keep it moving, very upbeat, very high-energy practices. It, it, that was something new for them last year. They know it this year. Right. Probably just fell right into it. Yeah, you know, we, we believe in, especially this time of year, in, you know, every kid getting tons of reps. And we don't we don't we don't like team segments where, you know, you got offense and defense and everybody else is sitting and watching. Uh, which we, we hardly do we don't do any of that, uh, especially right now. we our our practices are split. Or half, and it's not even. We don't have a varsity and JV right now. You know, we we, we use these first three weeks to evaluate, uh, and after that camp scrimmage, we'll try to kind of zero in on hey, this is where we're starting with. Uh, but say that you know we got we got our tenth through twelfth graders split uh, in two different groups where one of us practicing offense, one of us practicing defense, and then they're flipping. So they're all getting the same amount of time. Every kid and our freshmen are separate. We're passing our freshmen down there earlier in the uh, at the track field down there, and so we're we're, we're spreading out, we're keeping people separate, and everybody's getting just a ton of reps and fast moving. You know, today was day five, and so I'll be honest, you know, today we were dragging a little bit, but up until today, the first four days were were high intensity, and they were looking great. Today we're which is natural. Uh, they're tired on Friday. Uh, it's the fifth day, and their legs are. They're really feeling their legs, and so, uh, and we still had a good practice. We just, we just we need the weekend to rest and come back rejuvenated for Monday. Well, and that's one of the things. I mean, there's a big difference between regular practice and practicing, and what you were doing during the summer. I know you had a lot of good work, right. people running, yeah, up and down the field and everything. There's a big difference between that and actually playing football. Yeah, yeah, there is, and so you got to get it. You got to get back to true right. football shape uh and because you know again we're now we're practicing football for you know two two hours and 20 to 30 minutes yeah. uh where it's, it's different than what they were doing the summer and and again you know this time of year is different once you get in the season you know uh once you get into that first game even that first scrimmage week then you only have really three practices a week uh and so it's a but right now you know, you got five full practices a week, and so it's it. You know, it takes a little toll on your body, and so that fifth day is a little bit. Usually, that first Friday is a little bit, uh, you know, tired, and you got to get through, grind through it. And before we get out of this this part of the talk, um, for those who are a little um, who are a little older like me, um, and remember their old days of football practice and things like that, and haven't had the opportunity to come see one of your practices. Um, the way you're getting all these reps is you have multiple stations. So you've got kids that are rotating through and for however long it is, five, six minutes, they're doing nothing but running routes. Right. And so every kid is getting multiple chances to run that route rather than 
the old style of practice where offense is on the field, you're running a play. If you're running a running play, the wide receivers are on the outside. They're not doing anything, right. and they're just standing around. Yeah. Um, and so your practice is much more upbeat. Also, another reason maybe they're feeling a little tired on right. Friday because yeah. these kids have been working. Especially our, our, like you just mentioned, our secondary and our receiver because that, that's the same kids. Uh, almost yeah. all of our kids or all of our kids play play both sides of the ball and practice both sides of the ball, and so. Those kids, you know, if we're doing a run period most of the time, our receivers don't even go down there. Our receivers, our receivers are running routes while we're we're working our offense line or running backs in our run hole, and we're down there working a pass hole. So we don't we don't do hardly any. You know, at the end we'll do some full team stuff, but it's we try to limit it where you know we want our receivers running routes the whole time and working what they're going to do, and you know that's another reason. We don't do, especially like these last three days, we, we conditioned pretty hard on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, but these last three days, you know, we, we, we feel like we're conditioning in practice. Uh, like how we practice is a condition. And, you know, I, I learned this uh, early on in my career. Uh, we, our, that second week, seemed like all of our receivers, about six, seven years ago, seemed like all of our receivers were getting hamstring pulls and, you know, quad tightness, and it was because we were conditioning every day. Uh, but, the, but the receivers and DBs, like, well, they conditioned the whole practice, and then they were, then they were sprinting at the end. And so we, me and Coach Moffitt at Van, he was the head coach, I was the office coordinator, uh, we sat down and like, man, we, we need to tell those receivers well, if we're doing conditioning, like, hey, you don't need to sprint because you sprint the whole time. And so – just use a little bit of common sense there. That that's helped us as far as avoid uh, leg injuries because we, we were we were dropping like flies. Uh, it was 2011 in Van, and we were dropping like flies. Like we got in the first scrimmage, and our our best five receivers couldn't scrimmage because they all had leg pulls. Uh, and so anyway, we that's just something we've learned as we went that how we practice it's a conditioning basically. Uh, workout. Yeah, those soft tissue injuries on in your uh, in your uh, uh, wide receivers, your secondary, those kind of guys, your running backs, right. they can really jump up and bite you if you're yeah, not careful. Yeah. They're hard to they're hard to recover. From. Yeah, it's amazing how hard one of those are right. to recover from. Because yeah. uh, the only thing that does it is time. Right, rest. All rest. Do that's the only rest. thing to do is rest. And that's the deal. We don't. When you're in the middle of football season, you don't have a lot of time to rest. Right. Okay, so um, I know it's really early, uh, but who are some of the guys that you're looking at who are like team leaders? Yeah. Who are who are the ones that you're looking to to set the tone and things right. like that? You know, that's the good thing. we got some seniors that, that have fought a lot of battles uh, and, and been great players here uh, throughout their high school career, and so we're really looking to some of those – Older guys to lead us, you know, and you got to start with Nathan Sims, uh, who's been a four-year varsity player. It was extremely rare at this side of school, uh, and, you know, everybody knows what Nathan Sims has done on the field, but he's a great kid, always here, always works hard, and he, so he's, he's definitely one of the leaders of our team. The hardest thing with Nathan is do I make him my running back or do I make him my linebacker because you can't yeah. keep him in both all the time no, or you'll wear him out. That's right, and we got to do, you know, I'll – be honest with you, we got to do a better job this year as coaches, uh, and really me, uh, it's my job to make sure we keep him fresh. You know, last year we got into the season and we 
we kind of pounded him, uh, and, and he didn't carry it near as many times he did the year before. Uh, but we, we got a lot of capable running backs, and so we got to do a good job of sharing the ball and, and keeping him fresh uh, early on in the year. Uh, and and because we need him on defense, it's funny you mentioned him. You know, that's one of the kids I talked about or I mentioned earlier. You know, we we've we've put him down. He's working actually a defensive end position mm-hmm. uh, in our new scheme, and we're he's he's embraced it, and he's I think he's going to really help us there in the defensive end rotation. So now, in your in your defense, does the, does the DN put his hand on the ground? It depends on the formation. Sometimes he's in a two point, sometimes okay. he's in a three point, but he's he's in both uh, both stands. Because that's got to be a little different for him. It is defense, it is different, but, but I, I think he's going to really help us there, uh, and we. That's going to be a strength. This new, you know, again, we've our, we've changed our scheme. Uh, with we got a new defense coordinator, and he's he's really uh, he's been successful everywhere he's been. His twenty seventh year to be defense coordinator, and he's been very everywhere he's been. They played elite defense, uh, and so we know that he's we know he knows what he's doing. The minute I think of Nathan on the on the edge, I think yeah. he must be he's going to be like a natural pass rusher. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be tough, sure. uh, and so we, we'll have to keep fresh. So, you know, going back to leaders, you yeah, know, I start with him, and then uh, Derek Killingsworth, uh, another defense end force, who is also a three-year varsity starter, and again, another kid that does everything right. Quiet, he's a quiet leader. Uh, that's just his personality, but he does everything right. He's one of those lead by example. Uh, and then we have also Connor Clay. Uh, at inside linebacker, uh, another three-year varsity player, great leader, uh, uh, and really he's a little bit more vocal. Uh, and you know we, we're looking for huge things from him this year. I think he's going to have an unbelievable senior season. Uh, and then Cedric Lowe uh, in the secondary, and we're going to work him at receiver as well. Uh, another. Probably, our, probably one of our best players last year on defense. Had a great first year on varsity. Uh, and then Caleb Bennett, uh, another starter last year uh, who also does everything right. Uh, and then Caleb Clemens is another senior who who really, you know, he, he's the type of kid that you wish you had 40 of uh, because extremely coachable. Uh, extremely great team player. So those, and I'm sure there's some more, but just off the top of it, those are that's kind of the the core of that senior class that has really showed up every day this summer, uh, and it's really important too. Uh, and that's, you know, I talked to my guys, uh, and I, I would talk to them all week about the importance of hey, and I, I don't want this to turn into a, a COVID-19 talk, because it's not, but it's the reality. Sure. Uh, and I, so I've talked to my team all week about, hey, you know, we're, we're taking, this is real, uh, and it's a virus, and it's very dangerous, uh, and we're taking every precaution out here to to make sure that we can stay safe as possible. And so we've really tried to make them understand, because it's hard for a 16, 17-year-old kid to understand the importance of social distancing and wearing a mask. And so our kids are out there on the field and when they're not when they're not in they're wearing a mask and they're staying spread out and so and we but we've explained to them like hey here's why because if if we want to make sure that we that number one uh we care about you as individuals and we want you and your family to be safe because we love you and we care about you and number two uh we also think is that this is that that's you that i and again this is a personal opinion uh, but i also think it's unsafe 
to take away uh, athletics and take away uh, football or basketball or whatever these young men play from from these kids' experiences. Uh, and I, I think that, you know, there's guys we have on this team. Uh, and you take you take athletics away from them, uh, well, they're, they're going to struggle. Uh, so I also think that's a, that's a danger. Uh, and so I, I tell, hey, two two ways, two reasons we got we got to make sure we're social distancing, wearing masks, and doing everything we possibly can to be safe, and so I don't have to tell Nathan Sims and Connor Clay and Derek Killingsworth, hey, we don't get to play football this year. Uh, so that's yeah. again, I, and I didn't want to turn it into talk, but I think that's important that people understand. Uh, it's know, just a reality you're right? dealing with right yeah. now. Yes, sir. No doubt. All right, so so let's talk about. Um, I know next week school starts. You have another week. When's the first scrimmage? First scrimmage is August the twentieth. Okay, uh, and that is at camp. It's on a Thursday. Uh, it'll be a Thursday evening. Uh, tentatively is set for five and seven. Uh, I'll talk to Coach Hubble over there. Can and we'll we'll lock in the times. So it's ten and we set for five or sub varsity at five, and then varsity will follow up pretty quickly after there. Uh, so that's kind of that's the plan there. And, we, and but this week, you know, normally we do a meet the Hornets and then just due to the times that's that's kind of been put on hold. But we will do a lot of in our practices a lot of uh, you know kind of inner squad type going against each other and we'll to as an evaluation tool because we've all you, normally you get two scrimmages uh, but because of this year UIL the first scrimmage was canceled right so we'll, we'll really this next week really evaluate and practice and, and put our guys in positions where they're going against each other uh, so we can really evaluate uh, where people are at. so a little more the hitting and a little more that uh, real football in practice than you yes, would sir. normally do right. in order to put them in those situations. Yes, sir. Yes, Especially sir. with one of the things that struck me, and you had already said it earlier uh, in our talk, but one of the things that struck me when you were talking about team leaders is you were talking about all the guys who are on defense or whose experience is on defense. Right. And so your offense has got to get reps to get timing down, especially yeah. that offensive line that's brand new. Right. And that, you know, that we're, we're young on offense. You know, like you just said, we got to replace – Five of the six that played last year, uh, and then we're we got a quarterback that hadn't played, and so it, it takes man, it takes time for that offensive line to really gel together, and for the quarterback to you know both the guys we got competing played at sub varsity level, but the the varsity level is just so much faster, sure, uh, and there's so much there there's you know there's a lot more for those guys that have to interpret uh, and really understand. And so it's going to take some time. Uh, and, we're, you know, really we only have four returning starters on offense, two outside receivers, uh, and then our running back, uh, and then one of the offensive linemen. So we're, it's going to take some time for that side of the ball to really gel. So you used an interesting word, interpret, for the, the listeners who maybe don't understand or, or, or don't think about it. The, the quarterback has to make reads based on where the defender is, what the defense is doing, and the wide receiver is going to make run their route based on the same thing. And if they're not on the same page, it can get ugly fast. Yes, sir. And that's what we always talk about. The quarterback has to – we tell our quarterbacks when we start our quarterback training back in uh, February that, hey, you, 
your goal needs to be to know as much as I know. Uh, you, you need to be the coach on the field, and you, you should know what everybody's job is and what everybody's doing every play uh, because they, they have to take the signal. Uh, they have to communicate to the offensive line what the play is. They got a pre-snap read uh, and think what's, what do they think based on the defense alignment uh, is going to happen, and then sometimes, you know, then they got a post-snap read because uh, the defense doesn't, you know, a lot of times the defense isn't just going to stay where they're at. They're going to disguise and, and move around. So there's a whole lot that goes into playing quarterback, and there's a whole lot of reps that those guys have to have. And that's why, you know, our quarterbacks usually they don't play. That's one of the positions, or really the only position, that we don't that doesn't go both ways because we we take those quarterbacks and we work with them the entire practice uh, because they have to be able to see the whole thing and, they, and it just takes more time than any other position. And another position that's like that is center. Clayton House was really good last right. year, yeah. and you look at Clayton and you don't see the massive lineman that you think about, but. Yeah. He's a, he's that position is key in trying to make those offensive line calls and, and those kinds of things. No doubt, and that's the center is kind of the quarterback of the offensive line it has to do the most communicating. And you know, Clayton's shoot, you know, we're going to miss him, and he's just like like I said, hey, we're not going to replace Clayton House. I I, would, I miss him every day, not not because he not only because he was a great football player leader, because he also made me laugh. He's he's a funny individual, uh, and I love that kid. Uh, and but we're we're going to actually, right now at center, the only returning starter we have is Angel Garcia playing guard. We've moved him to center uh, because he has, you know, he played and he has the experience. And so he's, we're looking at him to step into that role. Makes perfect sense. Yes, you put the guy with the experience right. there. Because right. he's going to help the quarterback, the quarterback in the center. You got to work together and be able to make the calls, know where everybody's going. It's one of those things a lot of the times people in the stands miss that little bit of what's going on yes sir uh i, I don't yeah I, I don't think people in the stands probably know all that and know how much communication it takes the center controls the snap count the center the center of you know he's the only guy other than the quarterback that touches the ball every down right uh, so you know and that's the deal not only does the center have to know and make the calls he also has to get a good snap which you know that's i think people underestimate the importance of that, uh, you know, a bad snap will will kill your series. Uh, well, you know, we call it bad snap drive killers. Sure, because uh, you snap one over the quarterback's head, well, you're done. Uh, so, you know, now now you're in if it's first and ten, you snap one over the quarterback's head, well, now you're in second and twenty, uh, or they get the ball. So, you know that that that's again, I think that's overlooked. Uh, you know, and, and you go back to last year talking about Clayton House again. I don't know if we had, I don't think. Coach Walker could probably tell me for sure. But I don't think we had one bad snap in a game uh, last year with when Clayton House was center, uh, which is an unbelievable statistic because uh, normally uh, that, you know, that can sometimes be a be a hindrance and be, be a, something that really hurts you. Sure. I mean, and that's one of those things where even it doesn't even have to go over the quarterback's head or become a fumble. Right. If it's, if it's off, it'll just throw the timing of the yeah. play off. I mean, there's just so much involved. And, right. and that just points out to what exactly you're trying to do on offense when you bring in a new quarterback, four new offensive linemen. It's a lot to, it's a lot to work on. And, Coach, um, so Canton is August 20th. 
Yes. And then uh, we'll be kicking off football season soon after that. Yes. And uh, next time we talk, we'll get into how people can get tickets and everything because that's become a bit complicated because of, of COVID. Yeah. Uh, and I know that there's some information out there from AISD. Guys, you can check it out on the AISD Facebook page. they got a graphic that explains it all. But it is complicated. So uh, as we get closer to the season, we'll – break that down for you. Coach, thank you for giving us a chance to step in and talk some football with you. Um, And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you coming by.